this time on 15 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. I don't like surprises. Gonna tell you the tale about Barry the Beaver. And no plastics? No problem. I'm Dale. And I'm Charlie. All that and more on this episode of 15 Minutes You'll Never Get Back. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With little news you need to know. How Canadian is this? What's that? 900 residents were left without internet and cell service Saturday morning. Yep. And it's all because of a beaver. A beaver? There might have been two or three involved, but let's just go with one. Okay. So this one hardworking beaver that cost all of these people their internet for a while. Yes. It's, that sounds, it sounds like, you know, it's like the beaver against the people. It sounds more like a bedtime story. Do you tell. When you can't play your games, and you can't watch your shows, and why this all happens, Barry the Beaver knows. For Barry the Beaver did munch and did crunch through cables and wires that tasted like lunch. Yum, yum, he said as he chewed and he chewed, and even though each bite tingled, it still tasted like food. I'll build my fortress, old Beaver Barry thought, not realizing, though, that... He was about to be caught. For the evil witch Tellus was on to him now. You see, Barry's lunch was their cables, not a busy beaver's chow. So then Tellus, wicked stepdaughter Liz, said to the bill-paying peasants, We know what Barry's done and want you to know we'll put a stop to his fun. But the people said, No, you let Barry be. That beaver's worked hard. And it's just our Instagram we need to see. (laughs) So the evil old Tellus from their castle on the hill said, Fine, Barry can keep our cables, and we'll just have you pay the bill. But the people didn't care. They just paid and never knew. They were just as happy to have internet back, so Instagram homemaker hacks could show them what to do. (laughs) When the damage was fixed, did not take too long. Online fun was back, and Barry the Beaver's Dam was strong. And there's the story of Barry by Charlie and Dale. He was treated fairly by the phone company. So you know it's a fairy tale. (laughs) So here's the situation. Got me an anniversary coming up on Thursday. Mm -hmm. That is also golf night. So Mm. how (laughs) how does husband do this? So this is how. He... Creates a surprise for Friday into Saturday. Okay. So I'm like, okay, fine. 
And he's like, don't worry, I got everything covered. Just be ready to go at 2.30 on Friday. And I said, oh, I'm okay. Well, who's, who's picking up Leo from school? And he looks at me with a blank face. He missed that little. He, he missed that one little minor detail. So luckily, I you know. You got it worked out. We got it sorted out. All right, so you're going out somewhere on now, here's Friday. The thing. Just a surprise. That's cool. I don't like surprises. Now the gesture is great. Blah blah blah. I want to know what's happening. Am I wearing heels? Do I wear makeup? Am I wearing track pants? Am I packing a bag? Does underwear have to be involved? Like, I need to know what's going on. Okay, I am a planner. Okay, I can't just... Does I mean? Like, do I have to pack overnighters? Like, what's going on? Like, I'm just not that person. And I know people are like, you should be grateful. Your husband's taking you somewhere, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. Take me somewhere. Just tell me where we're going. My wife doesn't... You know what? My wife would literally get in the car. She'd go to the airport with me and get on a plane probably without really being overly concerned about where the plane is going. Well, you've, your wife is cool. <laughs> she, she'd be like, whatever. Let's get on. She's like, uh, okay. Can we get I'll a... I'll buy you know? knickers when I'm there. Well, exactly. If she needs them. <laughs> oh, well. This will be time for one of... Charlie's medical fun facts. 35% of people sneeze because of this reflex. Reflex? What reflex? So, fun fact, the syndrome is actually called a chew. Oh, well, that's that's a good idea. And it is an acronym for a, every single word I can't read. Is it a lot of, like, really big, long medical terms? Yes. Okay. However, it is called... Take our word for it. We'll post it online. We will. <laughs> so, this is basically, the sun makes you sneeze. It does. It does. It does make me... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, uh, it's it's called achoo. It's a thing. I wonder if it's like... I think it might be pervasive in like people in like Scotland and the northern regions because we're not used to the sun and that's what it is. I wonder if that's what it causes it. Well, according to science, this syndrome appears to be triggered by specific uh, wavelengths of light which aren't affected by filters like sunglasses. So meaning... If you're in a, a darker environment mm-hmm. and then you step out into the light, mm-hmm. there's this reflex in you mm. that makes you sneeze. Mm. Wow, it's funny. And it's called a chew. It's called a chew. I guess different things affect you in different ways. The sun makes you sneeze. Mm-hmm. I have a reflex after I eat Mexican food. It's called, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is called Pretty Woman with... It's Derek and Julia Roberts. No, in spite of the fact that the soundtrack is great. Yeah. I know it, but that's not it. turning a whole (laughs) into an honest woman. Okay. It's every man's dream. (laughs) Okay, well, have a great day then. Okay. Hi, how you doing, Dale? All right, how you doing? I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for asking. (laughs) Right, because tomorrow is D-Day. Tomorrow is D-Day. Or should I call it B-Day? B-Day. You can call it B day. You can call it C day. Colonoscopy. Right. Colonoscopy. Or right. D day, if I'm you want. Saying, right. Yes, when somebody's storming the beaches. There it is. <laughs> Look at those mountains. You know what it is, it, and it's something that I, I, you know, people are surprised. They're going, "You really are going to talk about this?" And I said, "You know what? I am because a lot of guys got a real aversion, obviously, to this. Who doesn't? Who doesn't have an aversion yeah. to going for a medical procedure? It's never fun. No, but it's something that's necessary." Right. And if you've ever had anybody who suffered from colon cancer or anything like that, Absolutely. man, you do not want to mess around with this. This is something very important to do. So it's it's my time that I've got to go in for my regular, yep, check it out, mm-hmm. get it done. 
And I always say, because I've had one before. Mm-hmm. I had one 10 years ago. It's the prep that's worse than the actual procedure. Right, because they sedate you a little oh, yeah. bit, right? Yeah. Okay. It's the prep. You know, and today's my prep day. Oh, great. So it's not much fun, but it's something that you really have to do. And I mean, talk to your doctor about it and get it done at the right time in your life. Right. But I thought, you know what? Let's just try to take away some of the stigma about the colonoscopy. Okay. And how do we always take away the stigma? We sing. We sing about it. So let's enjoy the colonoscopy song right now. Colonoscopy. 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 <laughs> you take a little hose. We all know where it goes. <laughs> a camera in there, too. Oh, my God. To take a picture or two. I'm glad you said that. A video tells you more about the health of back doors. <laughs> it's not much fun, indeed. But something you do need. But you remember this. Now, don't forget you're going to need Vaseline on it. Oh. You're going to want to put a little Vaseline on it. And if you don't, there's going to be a little thing about it. You're going to find it's going to have quite a sting to it. So there are a lot of people out of work. And I'm sure maybe somebody would jump at the chance for this gig. But a U.K. couple is searching for movers. Okay. The stipulation is yeah. that you have to be naked while doing it. So, it is a nudist couple in the UK and is willing to pay big bucks, I guess, to see someone else's nickels during the move. Oh, it's a unique job posting that has popped up <laughs> online, <laughs> seeking a mover comfortable with doing the job in the buff. Uh, 2,000 pounds, so that's like almost four grand-ish Canadian, yeah, kind right? Of just, yeah, three something, yeah. The nudists hope to do the move in September. When it's not that cold, <laughs> you can apply via the website. I have the link. Oh, good. And as far as qualifications go, mm-hmm. it looks like you just need to be willing to move stuff naked. No drawers needed. Two men in the buff will move and you stare. <laughs> A little gassy this morning. I'm not saying anything. So are you. You've been having issues. We're going to have to have the janitor come in and break a window. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Uh, the things that you used to, or I should say the things that used to bring you joy, mm-hmm. now just give you gastrointestinal issues, which I've now come to realize. So I had some jello this morning because I'm... In- wait a minute, wait a minute. You get gas from jello? I get I get issues from just looking at jello, okay, and other <laughs> things. But so we posted- Charlie can't eat anything jiggly, apparently. Well, yeah. And, and dairy. Oh, don't get oh started. I, okay. I know so dairy funny. with you. So we posted this little, like, funny meme on Facebook and Instagram, and everybody's chiming in, saying, so true. And um, they are sharing the things that they cannot eat after the age of 40. For example, uh, Kim writes, uh, anything dairy, can't do it. Patricia says, anything spicy. Yup. I mm. get it, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> Andrea writes, Beef. I can't eat it at all. Beef. You should, they should, boo. Um, uh, Barry Lynn writes, so far nothing, but I know my time is coming. See, she's waiting for the inevitable. Yep. Um, Catherine writes, onions and deep fried anything. Oh, see, so see, a lot of us sad. can really share this sort of 
this thing where you know when you were young you could you could eat anything well you know it and didn't, that didn't matter and that's the problem because every now and then no matter how diligent you are about your eating habits yeah, and you, you, try. Bring, you go off the rails a little bit everybody has to absolutely and it's that point you go off the rails you thoroughly enjoy it but the next day or within the next 20 minutes <laughs> if you're me you're you're paying for it only child syndrome isn't a real thing According to a new study. <laughs> so eat it, all you kids with siblings. I would disagree. Stop it. I would disagree. I okay. I am an only child. And yes, that whole term only child syndrome, I hear it we I hear it from my boss. This is a term that comes along with a lot of stereotypes, right? So does being the youngest of siblings though. Right. Everybody always goes to me, Oh, you must be spoiled, right? There's that, but I think as only children, we've always been automatically stereotyped as self-centered, demanding, bad at sharing. I'll give you that one. I was going to say, wait a minute. I'll give you that one. (laughs) I'll stop you when you're wrong. (laughs) But now it looks like the only children of the world, we can unite and toss those stereotypes back in people's faces. Uh So this big study was done. And the researchers found being an only child does not make you more selfish than those with siblings. So during a study, volunteers were asked to do tasks related to altruism. As a result, researchers found that there was no difference in how altruistic people were depending on whether they had siblings. Hmm. Fun fact. Only children are actually becoming more uh, prevalent across many countries following overall decreasing fertility rates worldwide. Mm-hmm. And I think people are realizing that kids are really expensive. Yes. I mean, that's why my mom only had one. She yes. knew I was going to cost her a fortune. Right. right. And they can be ungrateful, too. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but stop it! Is it happening now, like, the ban on single-use plastic bags here in Ontario? Is it? An outright, I don't think it's an outright ban. Yeah, there, it, it is coming. I think, and there's also the the single use plastic. Yeah, but water wait a minute, bottles. didn't they, they? They've held off on that pla- the bad have. thing with the pandemic and stuff because maybe that's why they don't I'm... want people bringing their stuff into public spaces. I guess I still. I mean, I still use my my reusable grocery bag. They don't like you to put it up on the counter or anything like that. Now. Yeah, I. So, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I mean, every country is doing its part, obviously, to reduce the carbon footprint. And while disclaimer, I understand. The need to reduce waste is completely important. I just wonder how we're going to function a little bit as a society. For example, an environmental bill that aims, obviously, to tackle plastic pollution in the UK has announced a full-on ban of plastic utensils. So, So your plastic forks, knives, spoons. So, like, if you go and get, like, you know, your favorite you know, Chinese takeaway or you're, for example, at a food court in a mall, you're how gonna, are you going to eat your dim sum? You're going to be eating with those wooden sporks that they give you. Oh, God, are like they going to go to wood? Those, those French fry, those French fry tongs you get, those, those old those school French fry wood, okay. wood things. That, I don't know. That's, well, I don't so, know what else. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But again, if you're just grabbing food on the go that requires a fork. Mm. We're all working toward a greener planet, but no one said it would be easy. Plastic bags to single-use straws, we can replace those and already have in many cases. But what about plastic utensils? 
Not so easy when you're trying to scarf down your favorite takeaway without them, right? Until now. Using waste biogas, our scientists have developed a way to turn methane into a naturally occurring biopolymer. Introducing Fart Forks. Whether it's your go-to butter chicken, pad thai, or poutine, thanks to Fart Forks, we'll all be rump-ripping our way to a cleaner planet. So fork away with Fart Forks. Because when it comes to the environment, like the song says, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed that 15 minutes you'll never get back, follow and subscribe. More on Dale and Charlie at 1075coolfm.com. Download your favorite episodes there or at Spotify. Leave a review so our egos can get inflated. Waste your time next week.